The DWA podcast is recorded live to SD card at the old Wrigley building in Santa Cruz, California. Driving while awesome podcast radio hour. <laughs> oh God. Yo, do you guys know what a fluffer is? GTO Mellow Grinds. Oh, I got a PT Cruiser. It's a convertible. It's really cool. Oh, this smells of crayons for you. <laughs> hey, YOLO, you only have one life. Do you have coilovers? No, beat it. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good podcast right there. <laughs> Damn it, I screwed it up. This episode of the Driving While Awesome podcast is brought to you by RadForSale.com, the only auction site entirely focused on the Radwood era. Have something to sell? They are now accepting your 80s and 90s cars, trucks, and motorcycles for auction on Rad for Sale. Have a Fox Body Mustang, Integra GSR, or Kawasaki Ninja? Those are great. They're also looking for excellent Radwood era parts and gear, like wheels, seats, apparel, ephemera, and more. So it's time to start going through the garage. Rad for Sale is a visually appealing and informative auction site with interesting and unique features while focusing completely on our favorite era of the automobile, the Radwood era. Join them at radforsale.com. Offtherecord.com. Fight those tickets. If you don't win, you don't pay. All you have to do is download the app, snap a photo of your ticket, answer a few questions, get matched to an experienced lawyer, and you won't pay for the ticket. Enter code AWESOME to get a nice discount. Welcome to Driving While Awesome. My name is Warren. I'm Lane. I'm Art. And we've got And we are joined by Trevor <laughs> from the Buckets. <laughs> we got Trevor in the house. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Art. I didn't we didn't discuss it prior and I figured you might be a little out of it. So I wanted yeah. to just slide right in. I was just excited, you know, because I, I like Trevor. I'm a fan of Trevor. Especially his hairdo currently. It's so rad. He's got like it's not even a, is that a man bun? I don't know. It's not even a man yeah, bun. It's dude, kinda... He let down the locks before he got on. <laughs> oh really? They were flowing, dude. It was like it was like a Maybelline hey, commercial. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe he's it's, it's it. my Jason Momoa. <laughs> That's a good one. Oh, By the go. way, don't get on Trevor's case. He's at a he's at a lake cabin right now. It's very like there's no clocks in the whole place yeah, it's like i feel you you know what was the lane what was that nascar that was sponsored by a shampoo company oh dude the one up at main uh, and uh, tail or whatever main and tail. No, it was main and tail main yeah. and tail that's what it is <laughs> yeah. yeah that's a good they still sell that i see that out there really? oh yeah. yeah it's uh yeah it's they the do. bottom shelf of the shampoo like a... section it's the very bottom it's always <laughs> the one you're about to kick <laughs> my daughters would do, it's supposedly really good it's a good detangling oh okay for, uh, you know, <laughs> oh, nice. i gotta say that's and for that's kind of brutal though right like from a like from a you know kind of a retail standpoint you typically put stuff where your customer can access it or where, like in it's you probably some old person that has to bend over that's walking with a well, cane that's don't, true I, I don't think their marketing budget is what it used to be <laughs> you know so they have to call, think, they have to call sunny over sunny can you please uh, grab my mane and tail from the bottom shelf there it's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's actually marketed towards shetland ponies in there oh. <laughs> they're always down uh, e- eating grass or the miniatures yeah I, by the way, I saw a disturbing video, I should send it to all of you, of um, someone doing teeth cleaning on a horse. Oh. It was Sounds fucking gross. terrible. Yeah, I sent it to Drew, who I, I love sending horrible uh, <laughs> animal videos to, and uh, he was like, get that the fuck out of here, because it's, <laughs> it's basically like a guy with huge, like, 
clamps going to the teeth and there's all this plaque just goes oh, like i saw teeth. this i saw that video i saw it's that like video a, it's it like is an crazy. old candy corn just yeah. explodes <laughs> it's, oh man it made me cringe horrible. the second i saw that <laughs> i know i know thank you all right trevor we're on the same, that's hilarious the shit that we're obviously watching <laughs> same algorithm that's what Jeez, happens that's like, totally just, it it's like oh you like cars and you're weird here's a horse tooth thing. <laughs> yeah let's watch them break plaque off of a horse's tooth it was horrible, though. It was like it's awful. Oh, it was really awful. bad. All right, um, enough horse talk. On uh, that Trevor, deep insight, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. I'm good. I'm good, guys. Um, you know, we are. Uh, you know, we're embarrassingly in a place uh, nationally, but also very much in the province of Ontario, where I am, in a pretty dire situation with COVID. Things are not good for us now. Vaccine rollout's been awful um you know our provincial Man. government's not done a good job of managing it everything's like been opening and shutting and all these contractions mm. are just screwing everything up so you know we're all back in a perma lockdown stay at home order and they even went as far as originally issuing the police an entire the entire police force a whole new level um of uh for, to allow them to stop anyone without reason or cause to ask them oh where they're going God. and where their where their residence is uh because they felt like their the stay at home orders were not going to be observed um the police actually in you know to their credit um were not very supportive of it and many of them many of the different uh uh police forces regionally have all come out to say that you know, this is not uh, in terms of, you know, our rights. It is not what they are going to be enforcing. Um, but still, like, it, you know, they, they peeled that back, I think, um, technically. But it was scary, man. I mean, you don't want police to have any more power Dude. than they already do. And we're seeing all the shit that's happening around the world. So it's, Can um, you imagine, it's like, a little dreary. Canadians are so uh, just a lot more understanding than some Americans. And <laughs> yeah. that would just be anarchy in a lot of places here. And it's so weird. We had... Um, the guys from Throttle House on, and they're in Toronto, and I wasn't aware that Toronto and Ontario were having such an issue. I just didn't. Yeah. that wasn't on my radar at all. So, and yeah. also, I mean, those guys same. are the problem, though. It's actually, it's you know, the, James and Thomas are the problem. That is <laughs> oh, why, yeah, Canada is having they such totally a difficult are. time. Walking, those guys just COVID. disturbed everything. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, because, yeah, they're like, oh, look, look at these guys. They're out there driving around their fast cars and having a good time. Let's all go there, um, dude. So. But I think, you know, Warren and I, I mean, maybe we've all talked about this in the past, but it's like Canada to us, like as Americans, is sort of like the example when it comes to healthcare. Like we look to you guys like these guys are doing it right, man. Look at them. <laughs> totally. And, uh, and so yeah. at least we do. Right. Like where yeah. we live and yeah. our, you know, from our political standpoint. But it's just like it's crazy to see that this is happening. Like we've expected you guys to be on like on your game on the ball here and like totally like. Yeah. Proving it to proving it to the rest of us, right? Or the, or the yeah, right you guys should be the example. Where totally. it's like, look at what Canada's doing. They haven't even had anything, and they they <laughs> locked down. They kept locked down, yeah. and now they're all fully open, and no one has it. Yeah, yeah. I, ex like, yeah no. I expected New Zealand out of Canada, right? Like that's that's where right. I right. Yeah. yeah. We were we were all led to believe that that is what was going to happen with us. That it was we were going to be this you know global example of just how great the system and the vaccine rollout and. Uh, all of the controls in and out of it um, would be, uh, I guess, to, you know, managed. And it hasn't, you know, it hasn't ended up that way. I hate to say, like, sometimes you have to follow the money. But, um, you know, yeah. so sometimes that that whole private health care piece um, doesn't work in our advantage when it comes to time. 
um, mm-hmm. and access, things happen a lot more slowly. I mean, that isn't the case with the, the COVID vaccine, but at the end of the day, things are starting to finally change just in the last few days. They've opened up a lot of the big hotspots in some of our um, some of the larger cities and in in, in some of the neighborhoods in larger cities across the country where uh, if you're 40 and uh, 40 and up vaccine is fully oh, available by appointment. Nice. But it's like the running joke is we don't learn any of this from from any of our, the government bodies. People are using there's a fucking Twitter handle called vaccine hunters. And these guys are oh, are the ones who are posting oh. like you should call, you know, there's like four different pharmacy names and companies in the country that are able to distribute the vaccine. They're like, go check this one at this location. Here's the phone number. They've got, yeah. you know, 150 yeah. doses. You know, it's it's crazy. It's like getting into yeah. an after party. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, man, I, I'm sorry to hear that. And uh, it sounds like uh, you did it right though, because we were talking before we started recording and you're not at home. You're at a, you're like summer house basically, but that's up in, tell the listeners where you are exactly. I mean, not your address. I'll give them all the coordinates. No, I'm yeah. Uh, n- yeah north of the city up in uh, in an area called Muskoka. It's, it's amazing. The driving roads up here are phenomenal. Um, right. it's just, it's gorgeous in general. We, we've escaped up here for most of the year, to be totally honest. Um, oh, cool. and the kids just have room to play and they can be out in the water. We're right on the lake and it, uh, I'm, I'm, you know, we're very, uh, lucky and to be in a, in the position where we are able to get away because not so many of my friends and colleagues are able to, but, um, yeah, it's just, it's nice to be away and we just are all self-sufficient up here and, uh, you know, managing all right to be to be honest. Um, the kids in virtual school is a challenge, but um, it's uh, it's it's manageable. It's manageable. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, right on. I'm I'm glad to hear it, and uh, my ears perked up, and I heard good driving roads. Oh, um, it's yeah. There it's are some epic little, ones. <laughs> so, really? Yeah, yeah and that's I imagine so cool. because so uh, I'm making assumptions here, but I imagine Muskoka is like a Lake Tahoe for us. It's a well-traveled roads. People go there on a regular basis for mountain biking or skiing. So and yep. there's snow, so those roads get worked over on a on a on a yearly basis with like plows and traffic and uh, spikes. So they have to continuously be maintained. So. I'm guessing really beautiful scenic roads that are also very nicely surfaced. Is that an assumption? Yeah, <laughs> it, they, they, it varies. The winter, the winters up here are are just like unforgiving, mm. and so you know they go through these cycles where some of these roads. There's one that that it's you know it's ten minutes from where I am right now, which is it's like a sixty kilometer stretch of just en- endless winding twisties with great elevation changes in and out Sweet. of forests. Um, it's gorgeous. Wow. And they, they paved it, I want to say seven years ago. And it was, it was like a racetrack. It was unbelievable. Oh. It was such high quality, um, high quality paving. And then over the course of the last seven years with all of the freezing and thawing, it starts to heave and it, re- it requires a ton of repair. So it went from being a road that's like perfect for a uh like an absolute sports car supercar to now it's like you can't drive on it unless you have like an sti or, or an evo or something yeah. hey that <laughs> you need you some you need to, some clearance yeah. but yeah, well, a the, lot of them the, you vary. have your cycles then right so then and next it's going to be repaired you, and then you go back to your supercar and then you so you get to totally. play with both cars you're like dude i drove it back in 2017 <laughs> remember how it was then <laughs> yeah uh, luckily i, I had my exactly. golf r and i had some tire on there that's right 
That's right. It's like, you know, vintages, you know, you, you, you can always talk about that one year that was so good. <laughs> there yeah. you go. No, nope. Everyone remembers yeah. 85. Like that was, that was yeah. the year. The yeah. smoke, the smoke from the fire that year really got into the road. It was totally. so nice. <laughs> it was... Um, well, that's cool. That's encouraging to know. And, um, we were talking to the guys, uh, from Throttle House and a question was asked about like your secret driving roads in Toronto, which is kind of funny because no one wants to give those away, but I'm looking at a map right now of Muskoka and there's like tons of roads. So it, oh, yeah. that's really cool. Um, they all you sure. know, circle around. There's three really big lakes up here that have, you know, all offshoot roads from there's Lake Muskoka, Lake Joseph and Lake Rosso are the three big ones and everything off of those. Um, there are many great little hidden gems. Um, you know, any, anybody listening who didn't get one of them from the throttle house uh, up in Muskoka, there's one called Southwood Road. Uh, you know, that, I'm going to let that cat out of the bag for those who didn't know cool. about it. It's very worthwhile if you want to do a big, long stretch of twisties, not, not for like nice. super high horsepower cars, but, um, you know, your nimbleness, um, and your, uh, you know, drive it at like nine or 10 tenths, um, is really like that kind of driving road. That sounds amazing. Perfect. That's right up our alley. I love it. Yeah, exactly. DWA I'm rally. Just- North. I'm planning. I'm planning it right now. <laughs> yeah. Southwood Road. <laughs> um, so, Trevor, uh, for the listeners here, also has a podcast called The Bucket Seat. How's How's the podcast going? It's good. It's good. It just any- um, just launched season five. Um, I've been taking some big breaks in between seasons. I mean, COVID really disrupted the last one. A um, couple of different uh, gigs and changes in careers. Well, I, not necessarily careers, but changes in how I was uh, approaching my career uh, got in the way a little bit, but um, back at it, got a good season, um, a good season going. Um, and I'm excited about, we've got about another 10 episodes that I, and I release those every other week. And then who knows, I, I'd like to do another one before the end of the summer, maybe two seasons a year would be uh, kind of a, a good goal for me. Nice. Do you have any and- uh, weird guests on lately? Yeah, yeah, these guys from uh Rad for Sale. They were super weird. They were super yeah. weird. Um and I didn't really know what to do with that episode. So, you know, anyway, it, it was yeah. <laughs> I just deleted it. You're like, shit, I, I, already, it. I already promised a certain amount of episodes and I've got I mean, it's got to be live. Ah, why did I record so, yeah. And of course, you saved us for for the middle, so we're right in the middle of it all. No, I'm just kidding. That's cool, yes. man. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So I'm curious uh, about with the, so you do seasons like, like, yep. um, like what is usually like the time frame that you squeeze in an entire season and do you do it like squeezing like all, all the guests into one month and then release or how does that work? Yeah. If I can, depending on scheduling, um, I try to get everybody squeezed into like a two month period. Okay. Uh, get all of the, all of the episodes out. I, you know, 12 is my target. Um, I try to get all 12 in over the course of like two months, um, hammer those out and then do, I don't really do, I think you guys are the same. I don't do a ton of post-production on them. So, mm-hmm. uh, I, I record it, I write and record an intro, uh, to introduce the guests before the actual kind of like live show happens. So, uh, th- it takes a little bit of extra work on that, on that level, but, um, yeah, I try to, I try to just, uh, group them and then, then, then I do, you know, bi-weekly, I release those episodes and it gives me a pretty good kind of seasonal release. And then yeah. of course you see like the, you know, your position on the charts. Cause I, I, I incessantly watch those. Um, mm. you find yourself like spiking and peaking in between all of those rankings now. And, uh, it's cool to see because there's, there's only, you know, there's a handful of Canadian shows that are out there. And, um, I, uh, I've, I've been 
happy to have been in the position that I'm in and had the listeners that I have. So it's um it's good, you know. I mean, there's uh, there's some benefits to being in a much smaller country than the U.S. and yeah, <laughs> I'm sure. still getting yeah. some good listenership from you guys actually. That's great. I actually yeah, like. Yeah, we. Oh, sorry, Greg Warren. Uh, no, go for it. Oh no, I was it. just gonna say that. Um, I think it's funny that um, you know, you're talking about a, a handful, like, but like, it's it seems like some of these like everyone's kind of tapping into the whole podcast realm now. Right. And so even some of the bigger shows or celebrities like that, maybe automotive, like, like what's the podcast scene up there? At least that's the case down here. Right. Where like, it's like everyone's starting a podcast right now. It's, it's pretty wild. Yeah. Seeing the same thing. I mean, because I work, you know, in my, in my day to day, I'm working in kind of like the marketing, advertising and communications world. And so we're seeing so many more, shows and networks pop up that are um are working to to distribute advertising on podcasts and i think that that's helped to encourage a lot of content producers to uh to either start a podcast if they have an audience already which i think makes a ton of sense if you get a huge audience on youtube and you parlay that over into a podcast audience why not because you don't have to start from zero Um, And you're able to monetize it a lot more easily now um, because of a lot of the big ad networks that are stepping in and being like, you know, you don't need a relationship with six independent shows. You need a relationship with one single uh, ad network and they find you the right shows. I mean, it all depends if you want to if you want to be advertising erectile dysfunction pills on your show or not. But, you know, there's um, there's a there's a wide variety of of different advertising genres that you can tap into. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I agree with you. I, there are a lot, a lot of new shows coming out, not so much on the automotive side from what I've been seeing in Canada. There's just a ton of true crime. Everybody's jumping oh, on where, crime. you know, uh, the success of true crime. <clears throat> mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't get into that stuff very much. My wife does a little bit, but yeah. like watching all those serial killer documentaries mm-hmm, and stuff, mm-hmm. it's like uh, it just doesn't uh, doesn't sound like a fun night for me. But I admittedly listened it. to Serial <laughs> when it came out. You know, okay. I listened I, to Serial like the first two seasons, and then I just the never listened to another. Kind, yeah, kind yeah. of. Yeah, right, right. I know. Now it's like, uh, yeah, all those different series and stuff. I'm a huge fan, also of a of a Canadian Malcolm Gladwell. You know, the shows that oh, he. Yeah. Yep. You know, yeah, the yeah. shows that he has been producing um, and and kind of anything that he shows up on are, yeah. are are highly, highly produced, really, really good content and quality. And I found out recently that he's a huge car guy. No way. I didn't know that. He is. Yeah, he's a huge yeah, he car was, guy. We got to get him on the show. About, <laughs> not, was I know. If anybody trailer. out there has a connection to him, I need it. I need it. I've been oh, trying yeah, he everyone. On, he's on armchair <laughs> expert, right? He was talking about bring a trailer with Dak Shepard, exactly, oh, really? and um, he's um, he's got a yeah a little car car bug, and he's a really interesting dude. Um, is, I yeah. love his um, Broken Records podcast with oh, Rick it's the Rubin. Best. Yeah, it's really so good. Yeah, he and Rick um, Rubin just kill it on that. Rick it's, Rubin is just amazing. Yeah. I I listen, I, I listen to uh, his revisionist history stuff, and I and I, that's. Epic. Yeah, the the most memorable one for me was the McDonald's French fries one. <laughs> it's like oh, it's yeah. fascinating, dude. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty. It's it's really really fascinating. Like it, it goes. I mean, people need to check it out. Uh, but it's it goes beyond just the, the 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 fries and the health and whatever. It's way deeper than that. Like it's it's crazy. Yeah. And then there's big money involved and like you know like philanthropists and like it's 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 this gnarly story. I don't know if you heard it, but. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just I, I just happen to be a fan of McDonald's French fries as well. So <laughs> just throw it out there. So, shout out to McDonald's French fries. 
Dude, weed's legal, man. Weed's legal. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, look at, look at Trevor now. <laughs> so, um, yes. Uh, what else is going on, guys? What's what's the haps? Uh, did you watch the F one race, Trevor? Are you into F one? You know what? I um, I don't watch this. No, I I don't I don't stay up with it. I I did finish the I did finish the uh, the last episode of. Um, uh, drive to survive yeah drive to survive uh maybe like two weeks ago but i haven't been following the current season how are things going can, can, well, real, damn good warren real quick before can i i just want to bring something up about drive to survive oh, um, yeah. so i've been seeing a lot of weird negative um like press about that show and it's like and i i huh. completely disagree with their perspective on it it's like dude like they're, like they're all they're you know it's this is bullshit they're trying to over dramatize everything and i'm like yeah it's a fucking reality show like dude it's yeah, not yeah, yeah. it's not like a documentary like the whole of course they want to build yeah. drama they want to build excitement yeah. around shit like enjoy it for what it is you know it's like yeah. yes it's based totally. on these people and they're and what they're doing but you know that's the way it you know that's the way it goes right and so people i think have a different expectation yeah. of the show and the, and it ruins it for them and um that's my opinion at least i don't know what do you guys think no yeah. i feel you i haven't i haven't seen a lot of the hating but i've seen a lot of people like oh i can't wait to see what drive survive dramatize this but it's like they're really just putting all the info together and making it into this so you get all the people talking about it and all the all the stuff in one point you're like whoa this is like and it make that's what makes it interesting really i mean yeah do you want some if you wanted like dry just like a f1 like f1 used to do i don't know if they still do it but i used to get the seat the dvds and it was like a season in review yeah was, they're great it was going through and that was those were great yeah. if you're a diehard f1 fan mm -hmm. but as like a as like just a viewer for entertainment value like you could it's your dry. wife it's and dry. kids and stuff could watch Drive to Survive and be totally yeah. super entertained. So yeah. it's a totally different thing, and it's a it's a it's a way better like separate piece where the the season reviews are like a thing to go along with. It's just if you're a total nerd about F one, you know, and it's a totally it's, it's a totally different. Thing. I agree, hundred percent. Super entertaining, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. It's exactly. entertainment, and yeah, it's, it's a we dramatic were, sport. If our lives. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, and if our lives were edited as such, we would look pretty dramatic as well. Dude. Like it would just be if we only saw one sentence of us a week. Like yeah, we'd look pretty crazy. Warren, yeah, exactly. dude, Warren, like he's driving the Mighty Max and he has the coffee and the fucking and he didn't have Son of a no bitch. cup holder. Oh no! <laughs> Somebody cut him off. <laughs> and that's all you know about me is I'm a weird Art, Mighty Max driver. Art every day, like trying to get on the podcast. He trips over this baby, <laughs> Laurel. He, like, no idea. he spills his coffee. He And then he like gets a headache. And, and then Jamie's at the store and he has to like rush there. And he's like, dude, T-minus five minutes to get back to the podcast. Oh, fuck, they're going to kill me. And like, then what? You cut, you cut and you go, dude. Cervantes is crazy. <laughs> yeah, he's a super dramatic dude. <laughs> super dramatic. Yeah, and I'm like, dude, he's such a drama queen. Oh, I wonder what his excuse is this time. <laughs> dude, exactly. Remember, remember but it's all real, right? It's just condensed. For sure. Yeah, yeah. It's just edited. So, and, and yeah, they make some stories up, like, in a way, like, they're, like, I think last year, the year before, it was like season two, it was like this battle between Signs and Ricardo. That wasn't really uh, a battle, but they could do whatever they want. They are racing together. They are having totally. a battle, regardless, and it's not bigger than any other battle. But they just like make it a they just make it a plot point. And now the one sure. thing that I will say, I, and I I do think they're still doing that. I'm not sure, but they they recreate or make new um, race commentary. Mm. So yeah, they'll show highlights, and the the announcer 
is not the announcement that you would have heard watching the race. It'll say Ricardo can't get past him, oh, but that yeah. didn't really happen. Yeah, yeah. In during the broadcast, right? Well, yeah, because right. they can't. They're only following no, I know. what they see on the TV. But it's so, played. It's it's recorded as such. But I think that it makes would... it so much better because you're actually actually you're able to focus oh, on no, things they I... didn't show on the sh- on the on totally. The I totally agree. I mean, and I they're guess using I the real announcers. They're not using uh, they're not using Crofty for those, but they're using. Um, I was Alice Jakes. Um, Someone for that. else, right? So, so and yeah. he's the F two, and he he also does F one commentary, but not on the feed that we're able to watch. He does it on like the the yeah. um, on Sky, whatever right? one Sky of the Sports other. Or, I think it's Sky Sports, Sky Sports, Sports or something. Yeah. So yeah. essentially, he's commenting on the edited version that we're watching. Like that's yeah. that's how they're. So playing. Warren, I don't know if yeah. you knew this, but a lot uh, sometimes, like I mean, especially back in the day, like uh, announcers and commentators were were like not at half of the races. Like they actually used to. Right. They either would watch it remote or would record it after the fact, as you're describing. Like um, like uh, Murray Walker goes into that in his book about how he was watching the Australian Grand Prix in in a basement in London, you know, like, and, and, and but announcing it, but live. announcing it live. And so, and so <laughs> yeah. that's why, like, he was such a, like a master of his craft because he was here. This is, I'm going to go, I'm going to go weird on this analogy, but it reminds me of Senna in the rain. Like, it's like he put himself in the most difficult situations. Like when he was carting, like he would go, if it rained, he would go out on slicks always. And so like, so he was in the most difficult like scenario, right? Where like Murray Walker was being put in this circumstance where he's like remote, like super removed from this world. And he has to play up, play it up so hard and make it as exciting as if he was standing on the pit wall. Right. And like, so I don't know. It's it's just well, yeah, one up you. Crazy. I'll one up you there in in basketball, especially during the finals or a big playoff game. There's so much media attention from international broadcasting that there's only so much room at the stadium watching the game to comment, right. and especially pre-COVID. You have like a Spanish announcer, probably. Oh, see si, el basketball. Uh, exactly, um, and you have the the network guy and maybe the local team. T- crew but then they'll have like a korean broadcast right mm. <laughs> this is the worst part the korean guys they're at the stadium and they're watching it live in the basement so they're <laughs> they actually have to go they have to go to la or wherever the game is yeah but <laughs> they can't watch the game Fuck, so and they're right up. there that's a bummer that's like if you had to go like to the back of the pits to do the to do the race, yeah. I yeah. guess they're kind of like that, really. They're, yeah, I don't know if, like, like Crofty they're, and... They're they usually watching, have visibility, They're watching though. screens. They're not really watching yeah. the actual They're not really race. watching the live... The cars yeah. zipping by. Like, yeah. they don't really yeah, care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So... Yeah. It's just funny, yeah. though. Like, I see what you mean, though. Like, you... Like, as a as someone who's a fan of the sport, like you would love to be experiencing it. Right. But yeah, you're, you're <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. The roar of the crowd, like, Especially all basketball like no, when no. it's like, you could watch it all from a pit, you know, yeah. One vantage point. That's but that's expensive real estate for up there, sure. Dude. They got to yeah. sell out those boxes. You know? <laughs> yeah, um, I know. Yeah, Trevor, I know. I know they exactly. know. Alice Jakes last year for, I think it was for the Formula 70th anniversary. He commentated on like a a race, like the first race ever, or something like that. Whoa. So, or wow. you know, one of the first races that was like they had video of. He Ooh. did the full commentary of that's it. That's awesome. The, which is a pretty cool thing. I, I haven't. I don't know where to find it, but and Nuvolari cool passes. That's Carabiola. huge, dude. Yeah, that, that's so <laughs> rad. Uh, Trevor, do you speak exactly. any Spanish? I do not. Okay, no, great. I do not. Um, I, I just want a uh, trivia here because Warren mentioned it. How do you say basketball in Spanish? 
Oh, d- he doesn't speak Spanish. Oh, this is this is like uh, you're basically making fun of him for how little he speaks. <laughs> no, no, I'm. T- this is everyone, not just Trevor. I want to know for well, I know huh. how. Yeah. Oh, you Trevor, do. It's very. Yeah. Okay. War. Well, Lane it- says he knows. Don't let uh, Lane. Oh, I, last. Know. Okay. I think I. I think I do. <laughs> Okay, let's hear let's hear Lane. Let's not put Trevor on the spot. Is it just basketball? I mean, I was I was always, I was just gonna say that's gotta be just basketball. It's basketball. not. Okay. Oh, it's not like football, americano. <laughs> no, it's it's oh, not tennis? basketball. Tennis. Tennis. I'm tennis. I'm stumped. Te gusta jugar? Warren, come on! I thought you had this, man. I was with these guys. I thought it was basketball. <laughs> B O L. No, yeah, it's, yeah, exactly. It's, it's baloncesto. Oh, it's it's a word you never. I don't know. We need to go to the judges on this one. Go to the judges. Call in in if you know. Yeah, Yeah. that's fine. I think that's like, uh, yeah, one region of Mexico says that. Everyone else is basketball. Because I've seen it's like a subset of Colombian dialect or some shit. No, that's so weird because ball is just bull, right? So why would they change? Why is that? uh, It's baloncesto, man. Check it out. I don't know what the deal is. I'm sure it has to do. I think it is. I remember something that the the suffix is is latin for basket maybe something like that it's been a okay, while okay. i don't remember back to uh formula one we had a little uh <laughs> little hang we had a little hang over at the skeleton residence where was your car in the pictures uh Warren? oh i didn't get, i didn't get i didn't get to park in front of a fire hydrant like ali oh yeah gangster huh like i guess someone yeah. moved, moved trash cans i'm jealous are you guys actually able to hang out with each other right now I mean, we it was did. outside, but, you know, yeah. in a garage, doors open sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, well, I have a two-car garage, <laughs> and we had the doors open, and we have, uh, there's, like, my old 55-inch TV on the wall, so we were oh. all watching the race. Sitting in, Sick. Sitting oh. around the That's campfire. awesome. Dude, Lane's selling himself short here. First of all, it's kind of a his housewarming party, but he had a full bagelry bagel set up and an entire bloody mary bar all ready to go that was teal dude that's all teal damn but i missed that that? yeah i missed out okay i didn't know that i thought that was you yeah he brought everything in his fitted luggage from his milano oh that's sick did you get pictures (laughs) please tell me oh you saw i didn't think about it i know it's so rad too it's like it, it you know 80s yeah alfa romeo milano fitted luggage and he had everything in there that he needed. oh i didn't know that's that so that's awesome. oh so man oh art that's so funny i didn't even think about it i know it's dude. it was just so normal right yeah. you always have a fitted luggage <laughs> bloody mary bar these days you know i think the yeah. closest but it was got, fun to watch got... the race it was fun to watch the race with a bunch of people and we had kids running was, around and stuff. I was and saying I hadn't done it since I think we watched that race in Fort Lauderdale together at the hotel. Yeah. Dang, it's yeah, been yeah. A, that's the three been of years. Us, I mean, literally. Yeah, it's like really. Yeah. Be, I mean, even normal like non-COVID, we wouldn't make a point to hang out for the race. So Mm-mm. it just happened to line up. It was really <laughs> cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's Good awesome, crew. dude. Well, and so yeah, it was um, fun, and it was. I guess uh, I don't good. know if we're gonna do a Patreon on it. I mean, since Trevor hasn't seen it, but yeah, uh, yeah, we'll, but, yeah, we'll yeah, talk we about it on Patreon. I, yeah. It was a really good race to watch, though, and. uh at one point, Warren went upstairs with Andrew, with his son, to, like, do something. And he comes back. We're like, dude, you missed it. Like, <laughs> Lewis Hamilton crashed. This happened. This happened. He's like, oh, you guys are fucking with me, dude. And we're like, no, we're literally not. Like, this is what happened. Oh, man. <laughs> I think I, I finally got to a point where I'm like, you're fucking with me. Once they're like, yeah, and then he flipped him off. And oh, then yeah, he, yeah. like, hit him. Oh, and I'm like, yeah, right, dude. That oh, shit. You missed happen. all of that? Holy fuck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He I saw know, it in replay, like 50, 50 replays of it after. Luckily, but, they show it yeah. again. But uh, yeah. yeah, I was up getting Andrew playing with 
uh, Phoebe. Yeah, so. I'm, I, yeah. I want to get your takes on the whole Botas. Um, uh, what's his freaking name? I'm spacing on his name. Let's well, save let's, it. Let's, let's save it. Let's save it for the yeah. Patreon. Yeah, actually, uh, Trevor, <laughs> I have a question for you before we talk about anything else. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, we didn't we didn't uh, talk about what's uh, right to talk about or anything, but I know you were doing like a uh, movie, like a car movie. Yeah. Festival. What's yeah, up with dude. that? Whoa. Yeah, I mean, to give you guys give you guys the scoop on it. Um, or what is it called? Or yeah, what is it? What's the idea? So, starting with what it is. Um, so yeah, myself and um, and four partners. Um, we have started a an automotive film festival. And so, um, you know, the the whole kind of idea behind it is. Um, is to is not just to like nerd out on big Hollywood films and sound quality and car choices in in Hollywood films, but instead, kind of create um create kind of a, a new community that is celebrating all types of content creation in the uh in the automotive world. I mean, you know, specifically around film. For now, we may extend this out um, beyond just film as well. Um, photography and audio, I think, is is kind of like the natural progression of it, but. It's going to be an online film festival. Um, we'll be launching it's, right now. It'll probably be kind of midsummer, twenty twenty one. Online submissions for everything from like advertising films to independent passion projects to uh, editorial. So you know all the automotive journalists and content created in the in those worlds will all be able to enter into this festival in independent categories. Um, we're putting together some pretty cool prizing i mean for year one it's it's not you know these aren't like multi-million dollar prizes by any means but there'll be some pretty cool things like um access to vehicles and shooting opportunities with cars you normally would never really get access to because of some of the partners that are at the table um and then also celebrating some of like the you know the young guns coming into the into the industry that are shooting and creating on a whole other level than uh than us old dogs um so it's called the shakedown the shakedown film festival um, we have not officially launched it, so when you search for it, you won't find anything other than an independent film called The Shakedown, which is a very different genre than what we are going to be uh, celebrating. Um, but um, it will be, yeah, like I said, kind of late summer. Um, and um, yeah, so uh, Paul Reed, Nick Taylor, Bonner, Bulger, and Lawrence Yap are the team that are um, all working with me. Um, and our own kind of independent ventures have all come together all here out of Toronto. And um, we're going to celebrate this globally. So it's not just a Canadian thing. That was going to be my next question, man. That's huge. So uh, it's all happening on within a specific time frame. Is that when you're releasing all the films or like how, how is that going to? Yeah. It, yeah. How's that? Yeah. Done? So we've got a um, we've got a, it, there's a really great tool that um, that we've built in um, that allows for. Uh, all the submission control. So we'll have like an open call for entry. Um, we'll announce all of the categories depending on what you want to submit to. You submit with all of your 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 creds. Um, films go up. We judge them all in one big batch and then we'll be releasing all of the winners um, at a set time period. Then we'll have kind of some of the recap um, films because we can't do it in person. Normally we'd have like a really fun kind of red carpet evening. Um, we're going to try to tie it to the equity that's been built in the Toronto Film Festival. Um, that is, you know, it sits on a global stage, which is nice, and it's usually in the fall. So um, I think it's a it's 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 going to work out really nicely once we can be back in person. But for year one, we're going to focus on all of the uh, online side of the uh, of the of the festival, and um, you know, hopefully twenty twenty two will bring 
a time where we can get everybody together and have super cool cars surrounding super cool content and um, bring everybody in from around the world to celebrate together. That sounds fun. Uh, Do you have any plans? Is there going to be like a people's choice award or anything like that? For sure. Like where the the audience gets involved in voting or anything like that? Yeah, there will be. So there'll be a there's a people's choice kind of component um, that we are, you know, we're still kind of like working out the the mechanics of that um, just so it can't be gamed. That's obviously like one side of it that is the unfortunate piece of it. Um, but, um, that will definitely be part of the, the overall construct. And then I was talking to the guys actually after the last time we chatted and I said, how cool would it be to have a, a dedicated Radwood, um, category? So it has to be featuring cars only from the eighties and nineties. Um, you know, it should all be period correct, including, you know, audio and, and, and sound composition. And, um, and we could do a little cool kind of cross collaboration on it. Dude, like my mind immediately earlier before when I asked about timing, I was thinking of of a, of a screening and then you said films surrounded by cool cars. I'm like yeah. thinking quite literally like doing something <laughs> like that, you know? Um, and, yeah, man. Uh, yeah, because I mean, I think with, you know, there's there's definitely an opportunity even if it's after the fact, right? Like it could be rad to like, you know, screen a specific one. And if it ties totally. into our, our category or our genre, that's like a, that's that's obviously the lowest of hanging fruit. Um, I mean, that would be super cool. Um, I would love to do it there uh, maybe for yeah. next year, you know, because everyone's been talking Canada to us for a long time and we've been wanting <laughs> to do it. It's just a timing thing and staffing and, you know, then COVID and blah. But for now sure. we're now we're ready. It's just, you know, the timing isn't going to work out because of COVID. So, um, you know, hopefully yeah. we can we can do Canada um, tw- in 2022. Um, we'll, we'll we have to talk about seasonality and stuff like that. But um, yeah. but I'm definitely super interested and, and would be awesome to continue talking about that uh, in, in, yeah. in terms of the. Uh, I mean, we were, we were even thinking too, I mean, because the beauty of it being open for global submissions is, I mean, we would, we would be totally open to doing something in the U S as well. I mean, naturally these two things lend themselves really well to the whole idea of like a drive-in concept. So, you know, that's, that's high up on our list. Um, and then the other piece of it that I think is going to add maybe the, I mean, I don't want to say the most value. But part of the really interesting piece of it that we've all gotten really behind and invested in in the last couple of weeks is we're building out um, the structure to have um, like, you know, full panel discussions. So for, you know, we're going to bring in really, really, you know, seasoned um, um, videographers. So, you know, directors, filmmakers, content creators of all sorts. But then also have like little side hustle discussions about protecting your content you know, for, Mm. for those who are making and selling or licensing, it's a tricky world. And, you know, for me coming from the, the automotive advertising and kind of communications side of the world, there's a lot of paperwork and a lot of, you know, I's to be dotted and T's to be crossed that if somebody doesn't know how to handle themselves going into a relationship like that, they can get taken advantage of really easily. Um, and, uh, and so, you know, there's going to be a really interesting range of, of panel discussions that are going to happen, um, on top of the, the festival. Um, and I think that'll be a really cool thing to have in person as well. And then of course we'll capture it all and it'll all be online no matter what, um, from year two on as well. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, and like you said, the, the Toronto Film Festival is so well established. So like, yeah, kind of almost using that same spot downtown could be cool. Yeah. I don't know. It could be cool. Like Art said, having a Radwood during the day and then um, kind of totally. uh, scabbing onto you basically. And then it's like 
the it's like making it a whole weekend of this car totally content, it's like right? a yeah. big symbiotic yeah. relationship you know <laughs> yeah well um, look at that you didn't it. say synergy down here you can't say synergy anymore people get annoyed so symbiotic yeah no synergies and no pivots that's oh pivots yeah pivots are bad yeah you know no. pivot in there can't, uh, can't dude, use that one either so i there's someone that comes to mind right now um that that I think would absolutely kill it if uh, if he submitted. If, when you said like, you know, period correct, um, you know, in terms of the coloring and, and, and you know every you know all the the sound and all that. Like, do you guys know um, who I'm talking? Who I'm thinking about? Uh, Lane, who did the the Peterson um, video? Oh, the dude from um, Barrett, yeah, Jer- Jared Houston. He's so freaking yeah, good. Yeah. Like th- this is like totally his wheelhouse. Like he would be so oh, cool. amped. Um, I'll, I'm gonna I'm gonna like. I mean, this is obviously now, you know, public info. So, um, I'll, um, yeah. I'm going to hit him up. Like he's, he, he'll be so happy. Then I'll send you some of his stuff. Like he's so good. He comes to, um, well, there was a partner that we had, he, they would sponsor our shows. And, and so they would fly him out since, you know, he was, he was the videographer and he always, well, not always, but he would usually put out like a pretty, pretty awesome edit, um, for each of the events. He's good. Oh, no way. Okay. So that's, uh, yeah, I, I've definitely seen the stuff then. Um, that's awesome. I'd love to be connected on that. Sweet. Very cool. Um, so when are you guys launching? Um, or when do you know like what your time frame is? Well, now that I've released it to the public on your show, <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> and, uh, it's good. We all talked about it uh, last night. Um, and you know whether it's a uh, too early or not to be able to release it, and it's not, which is the great thing. So you know, we're, right now we're we're going to be looking at kind of like midsummer. Um, so I, I would say that by kind of like end of July, early August, that we will have we will be fully open for entries, and um, we'll have like the full portals already been built, and our site's been built, and all the all the social medias have been acquired, which is good. Um, so it'll be a full a full launch um, in that capacity, and um, I'll make sure that I hit you guys up so that you can. Uh, let your audience know too, because um, I feel like there's probably a lot of like minds out there that it, uh, that it get some enjoyment out of it, or might even want to participate. Absolutely, yeah, sounds great, man. I can't yeah, wait. I wanna, I wanna go. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh, yeah, yeah. I watch uh, every Fast and Furious. That's like just the whole night. <laughs> that's yeah, it. it. It's great. actually all the festival is about. We just <laughs> yeah, watch exactly. the Fast and Furious. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, coming yeah, up, just, you guys get up here and do a uh, DWA rally up through Muskoka, and um, yeah. we can uh, we can definitely uh, we can definitely put together a, a pretty cool agenda. Can can Let's we these damn vaccines? Can, instead out. of a red carpet, can we do diamond plate uh, like? Uh, <laughs> that's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, so I like or that. Just black the, and white flooring. Like I was gonna say the checker yeah, was, the checker well, pattern well, floor. I was thinking uh, Fast yeah. and Furious, right? Like with the with the, the the diamond plate uh, floorboards. So, oh yeah, like, so, <laughs> that's where my mind is. So awesome. Is that too a deep cut? It's not even that deep of a cut. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no. I mean, I want it's it. My my ideal my ideal scenario is um, that someday if we can um, if we can get enough entries and this thing is uh is well built enough um i want to i want to bring back the idea of kind of the first it's like the the concept of us as the founders of this um festival to be able to to go back to those cars that it's like the ones that got away um the the ones that we had and we sold and today we all regret for me i've got like my 
I had a 92 uh, SI Civic hatchback that I'd like Ooh. fully gutted, did a motor swap in everything. All like even just like replaced all the glass, did new carpet. Everything just felt awesome wow. in this Dude, Tahitian how, green how and have, black. How have we never talked <laughs> so, about this? You and Art just like <laughs> how the fuck? Lovers. I know. <laughs> Dude, I have so many. What, what, what motor swap? So I, this is very early on when I had no money whatsoever. So I went super cheap. And so I did the JDM um, D15B. So the okay. single overhead cam okay. uh, yeah, VTEC yeah. motor. It was like 130 horsepower, but the thing was gutted. Um, and then it was a Civic, uh, sorry, it was an SI. So I, I still had rear discs, which was nice. Um, did, you know, it was on, uh, it was on Coney's. Uh, it was, uh, uh, what else? I had Integra. Those like fat five wheels, the yeah, Integra yeah. fat five wheels. Yeah. Um, and then just replaced everything I possibly could on the interior uh, with original like OE parts. Um, like the fresh carpet was the best. That's a fresh awesome. black carpet in there and uh, and then a full fresh uh, body as well. So we did, um, we took it down to metal. Um, we did full respray in Tahitian green, which nice. is awesome. Nice. <laughs> and um and it came out just looking so good. It was so clean and uh, not a super fast car, but um, it, it handled incredibly well. I had to actually go back before this and remember I was so proud to put new wheels on it. Um, and I still bought the like secondhand uh, Integra, the fat five wheels, but then put Eagle F1 uh, GSD three yeah. rubber on it. Like yeah. that was hilarious. Like the hilarious V tread pattern. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, I felt like a million bucks with that thing. Um, we did chop the quarters cause everything in Canada gets rusty. Oh shit. So yeah. we chopped to the rear corners and, um, I'm not going to say we did the best possible job with the new quarters, um, but you know, they held up for a few years and the guy who bought it from me eventually turned it into a time attack car and stripped it and and ended up with like i think he had a carbon body on it after everything was Holy said and done shit. anyways uh and did like awesome. a k20 swap and all that stuff so it yeah. was just it was so awesome um i sold it for like next to nothing i feel like and got a 91 240sx um from like an original the original owner it still had like a jim wolf tuned ecu and um had all that nissan motorsports parts no, totally. And it was so, Nissan Motorsports parts before Nismo existed and did and say, did the did same thing sh- with that. But you, you you did not say still in though. I thought uh you were going to no. throw in a- <laughs> No, no still in. No still in. No. Dude, <laughs> or still in? Dude, but no. I I'm really surprised to hear this. I I never knew that you had, you know, an, an EG hatch, yeah. right? I'm a big JDM yeah. Roots. Yeah, uh JDM yeah. Roots as well. D15 VTEC, pretty esoteric. I like it. That's a Revy motor. Sounds good. It's super uh, Revy. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a sweet motor. I imagine those roads that you're describing that would have been a blast perfect back for it. Yeah, 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 it was perfect for it. And I remember, I think I was, uh, uh, my claim to fame with that car was, I think I got the first, and you guys will be able to correct me on this. Is it, is it uh, Apexi or Apex I, the manufacturing company? I've heard both. I, I, yeah. I, I can't. Yeah. Okay. I've heard both over the okay, years. So yeah. I had the uh, Apexi World Sport 2 okay. Noir exhaust. So the like flat b- black powder coated. So yeah, it matched awesome. everything else in my black and green color combo and was uh, it sounded amazing with that motor because, yeah, like high revving. Uh, that little like single overhead cam VTEC motor sounded yeah. so great. And uh, it was a ton of fun. Yeah. Um, I, I, cause I grew up like reading import tuner and yeah. um, super street and Honda tuning magazines. That was like, <laughs> I would go to the library and get those <laughs> and, and read these magazines. Awesome. 
for yeah, sure. Same here. So I, I, my, my, I had an 89. I had a bunch of Civics and CRXs, but my 89 SI, um, I had an Apex C N1. Um, do you remember that? Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah, sure. And then do. also, yeah. and then with the, and with the black stuff on my GSR, I put a vibrant that was that the vibrant you could get in mm-hmm. in a satin black color, and so it was super yep. low key. Like my my GSR was like sort of like my formative car where like I figured out, I realized my style. It's like, okay, I like OEM plus looking, but a lot of really yeah. good shit going on underneath that you can't really see totally. unless you go under yep. there. So like, cause I had like aftermarket every control arm and you know, b- bigger, bigger than ITR <laughs> sway bars. Like, you know, I had yeah, same yeah. thing, ground controls with Coney's and bracing and all that shit. But like, subtle you know it's like you if you yeah. know where to look or you look at the right angle it's like oh whoa there's something going on there right the, and yeah. um, that was uh, yeah totally we're, we're right in the we're, i think we're of the same jib or something they say i forget what it's totally. called totally cut from the same cloth <laughs> yeah so, i used that one last time so i, I used that one last time with james because uh, we, we were talking jib about is yeah. like you don't like the cut of someone's jib oh you don't <laughs> yeah Shit. it's oh, wait a, a different minute. thing yeah <laughs> so could you so, like the cut of yeah i, 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 like I, the cut I just of never jib. heard it in a there you go warren okay yeah it goes both ways uh, Art loves your jib. Yeah. I well, I mean, <laughs> those are the, that's the the dream is for us to be able to kind of resuscitate those those vehicles because I I got rid of both of those for you know nothing essentially and I found out the 240 after I'd sold it and we'd done I'd done full body restoration on it as well. Whoa. And it was in that super white. It was so cool. And you know, there S13s have just you know everybody picked them apart and destroyed yeah. them and they're all turned into drift missiles of some variety. And that thing was just so damn clean when I sold it. And I found out two weeks after I'd sold it, that the kid who bought it, swapped it, put an SR 20 in it and wrapped it around a tree oh, <laughs> and just shit. destroyed the car. Yeah. yeah it was too bad. Fate. Too <laughs> bad. The fate of those cars. Yeah. And then I moved on cause I was, uh, I then took a job working at Nissan Canada's head office uh, kind of during that period. And when I got out of it, I went to the ad agency side and I got a three seven, like the first generation of 370Z mm. uh, and had a couple of those before those were gone. And, you know, I just haven't had anything like old and fun. 370, first gen oh, okay. 370. They've been yeah. making 370s for like, what, 25 years now? Yeah, <laughs> yeah honestly. Seriously. Same yeah. body? It's, uh, I think it was 2007. Wow. Or 2008 that I had Holy that car. Crap. It was the same year I got to drive the first uh, GTR, like the R35 GTR that came into Canada. We took it out to Mosport. I'm sure you guys were talking about Mosport with James and and, uh, and Thomas, but it was there. And my boss at the time was uh, like a regional marketing manager for both Nissan and Infiniti. And uh, we were about to leave because it was uh, the American Le Mans series race Hmm. um, at Mosport that day. Everything had wrapped up the GTR because it was the first one in our country. And for the record, it was $88,900 was the MSRP on that thing, Canadian, that year, um, which is quite shy of the 130 or 40 it is now I know, Canadian. They were actually a bargain when they came out. They were yeah. so cheap. And, and yeah. they're, they're like the same car now, but they're, yeah, 140 yeah, grand. Totally. Well, it was sitting with, you know, like the red velvet rope retaining uh, fence around it so everybody could see it. And we walked down. I was like, God, this thing is so crazy. It's, you know, it's like your childhood dream. I, you know, grew up on looking at R32, 33 and 34s yeah. and drooling over them. And uh, my boss at the time, he was just such a good guy. He's totally my mentor still to this day, uh, has a big grin on his face. And he just throws me a key fob. And I looked at it and I was like, no fucking way. Oh, that's cool. 
uh, it was so I got to drive from, you know, Bowmanville, where the racetrack is all the way back to Toronto, which is, you know, that day it took me about two hours, which it probably shouldn't have because I took a lot of detours. But, nice. uh, yeah. you know, there were people like hanging out of their cars, taking photos of it on the highway as I was driving. It was uh, it was That's quite awesome. the experience. Yeah. Dude, high it, high exactly. point for no, sure. It, it, what is what is it then? Because I've driven one of the early ones. It was like had the super noisy diff or was it the trans? It's like gnarly, mm. right? It's just yeah. Like, you feel it moving back and forth it feels like it's like falling out of the car dude so so i never i never told this story on the podcast but i agree with you i'm i'm right there like i am not a gtr 35 gtr fan now but like when it was Mm -hmm. coming it was a really big deal for me and yeah um I, i i lived in san francisco at the time and um i saw one in chinatown and i was with my girlfriend we're walking down the street and uh i literally said hold on I have to go. I have to go do something. <laughs> I literally <laughs> ran three blocks in the opposite direction because I swear that I saw the rear taillights and tucked in a, a little alley in Chinatown. Right. San Francisco is like a labyrinth, you know. And so there was this little yeah. alley, and I could see the fucking lights on. And I'm like, "There's." I, I ran back, and it was Sam Mitani. I'm pretty. I'm like 99 percent oh, sure yeah. it was Sam Mitani who wrote for track, right? Yeah, he wrote for Ron, wrote for oh, Road track okay. and for Motor Trend back in the day. And I'm like, dude, like. I can't believe this is fucking here. Like I, I literally like walked around and like, I, I didn't even know what to ask. I just like wanted to see it, you know? And, uh, it was a, a that gunmetal color. And, um, you know, he, he of course like basically gave me like the, yep, yep. You know, the nod kind of like, yeah, this is, ha- this has been happening all fucking day kind of look. Uh, but yeah. yeah, it was a really big deal. And, um, that's- and that was the last time you saw your girlfriend. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. She, she, she had That's like cool, some guy man. in a fox body rolled up with a convertible top, and she just yeah, jumped yeah. right in. Yeah. You need a ride? Like, it had flames. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I feel tail like tail as old as time. I feel like the the guys uh, of that uh, of that era that were driving the GTRs then get the same reactions when they're driving like an RS6 Avant today. Yeah, mm. like. Uh, I saw one in person for the first time, uh, maybe two weeks ago. Someone, one of my colleagues, um, has one and, uh, it is just, it's such a, I'm, I'm all for, and I love the old school, but that for some reason, just like the wagon love is real. And that the RS6 Avant for modern cars to me is everything in that generation. Um, but I would still rather buy like five of my fun dream cars for that same price. Well, that, right, that's the thing sure. is uh, it's if you're in a position to buy that car, it's you, you have that and your five like toys. Right. So it's that, that's fair a, enough. That's a badass car, man. We're, 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 we're I think we're all for it as well. I mean, it makes even yeah. more sense up there for you guys. I bet it's a fucking yeah. blast in, in weather. You oh, know? Yeah. Totally. Totally. There's a, one of the guys that I've had on the show. It's been a long time. He has um, he had, I think, the first or second commission singer 911 in Canada. Um, I got to see it at like a private collecting facility but he also had um he also had an alpha holics um alpha Sick. like the nice. junior is it the junior yeah the junior i think mm-hmm. um and it was it, it's funny because he had uh Atlantia delta integrale okay. and then this alpha holics and then his singer 911 all in a in a row my mind was so blown he just like left and let me sit there and stare at them and take pictures for like two hours and came back and was like so what do you think I'm like i'm still blown away what have you, you guys ever driven uh one of those delta integrales yeah oh yeah yeah we've yeah. driven an, uh, an evo uh, i remember who was it two? evo two is it a two yeah oh two. man yeah they're they're a lot of fun man they're they're um you know, Lane can go in, in, in depth, but they're they're chintzy <laughs> in an old eighties plasticky Italian kind of way, but they drive okay. really well. Like they're they're 
fantastic driving cars and they make good sounds for a little turbo albeit a little quiet <laughs> uh, they're quiet i, I can yeah. argue with the I, I argue the engine is the least special part about that car mm. I, I it think feels it's like quiet. A, that's the only thing but and the way it delivers power is very similar to like a new gti or something oh it's okay kind of like uneventful yeah. kind of like just yeah. a lot of tur- a lot of torque from a turbo um yeah. but the turn in's amazing the chassis is really cool yeah uh, I need you guys to, socks, you know, whatever. I, I need you guys to, to, and Lane, I sent you this as a text, I think last week. I need you guys to stay on the vigilant lookout for a Mark II GTI for me. Like, okay. you uh, know, yeah. 88, 89, the small bumpers, good 16 job. valve. Good luck. I mean, if anybody, if anybody is going to find them or it's going to come to you, it's you guys. There's, there's no, yeah. it's not going to happen in Canada. They're all rusted out and gone now. Just give us a budget and we'll find you one. Yeah. <laughs> Deal. <laughs> Deal. Check. Yeah. 1500 bucks is what he told me. So Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, a small bumper too. That's like, it seems <laughs> no, like, I was thinking, yeah, it seems like the big bumper cars got more love. So they're, they're, they're kind of, they've been preserved more and they're, I mean, you, mm-hmm. pay, for, you pay a price for it, but I, I, I never yeah. see small bumper, you know, Mark twos there. It's so rare here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, did you guys get them with the square headlights or round headlights up there? The the small bumper cars. Uh, oh, that's a good question. I'm trying to because all I ever I want to say they got the, the round. same as us, right? Yeah. North America yeah. would be the same. Yeah. I all I recall is seeing the round stuff. Like we don't really get too oh, many round stuff. Yeah, round. Like I, I when I see, sorry when I see them today because I, I just wasn't interested oh, yeah. in them in them growing up. Yeah. Uh, when I see them today, I only see round. But yeah, now that you say it, um, somebody's gonna flame on me for this but i don't i don't know i should um well I'll i mean to go well, back the, and the, check. the westmoreland pennsylvania plant was vw of america it wasn't north america yeah. so that's why i was because you know making assumptions here i remember the early rabbits were all german for you guys so i i mm. I, I, mm-hmm. I don't know if the the mark ii was the same but um yeah that's what i was wondering yeah there was a lot of the, the Scirocco was just so wildly popular with everyone in like the tuning scene when i was growing up like a vr6 Scirocco. yeah uh, or sorry, oh my God, Scirocco. Oh, I'm saying Corrado. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, Corrado. Scirocco. Oh, what? <laughs> I, I thought swap. So I don't know. I'm like, yeah, okay, tuning yeah, scene. Yeah, because um, yeah, yeah, Corrado. Corrado. Yeah, in, in high school, this kid had a like a '92 GLI big bumper car in uh, Montana. Mm-hmm. Is it Montana Green? That little, that pale yeah. teal, in Montana Green with like really big. Uh, Seven, like at the time they looked huge they must have been like 17 inch ozs and white remember the oz su- <laughs> i think they're the super turismos or whatever and i'm like damn mm-hmm. that thing is fucking badass and it had like it was like on new speed <laughs> springs or whatever you know and like <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. that car would be worth so much now have some tokikos <laughs> probably had yeah, tokikos exactly. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um you guys want to answer some questions let's do it mm-hmm. oh yeah, yeah let's do that we got kind of a lot so um trevor if you have time yeah yeah let's do it you? yeah yeah okay cool Let's see what's what's happening here. Um, as my internet slowly works. All right. So if you want to ask us questions on Instagram every week, we post a questions post. And uh, here we go. Bobby Reed with the cars says, where do you stand on the question of poly versus rubber bushings for a street car? Hmm. I think Art probably has the most experience with this. Yeah, I mean... It, I, I've it, never really run... I've never, I have poly sway bar bushings on my car, but that's it. Yeah, me too. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't mess with it. Yeah, I stick with rubber. So it depends on what it is. Did he ask for suspension specifically or just in general? General oh. street car. Okay, so I would not recommend it for drivetrain. 
uh, you know, unless you're you're you want that because you're gonna get way more NVH into the car, and you're also gonna hear it a lot more. Like all the as Lane mentioned, the diff sounds in a GTR. Like you're gonna hear the diff whine, you're gonna hear the tranny whine. Like it vibrates, resonates right through the chassis. You know, it it can be cool as a fun kind of race car as vibe, but like if it's yeah. you know you're in traffic and shit, maybe that's not something you want to deal with. Um, so it depends if uh, on what you want there. Um, I, I I think you know suspension bushings are fine. Um, you know they do require a little bit more maintenance. I mean they do squeak sometimes, so you just have to basically lubricate them and that's it. But it does actually transfer into the rest of the chassis and uh, into the steering and in the feedback of the car, just like they do in sway bar bushings. So um um that would be sort of my take on it. Yeah, it makes everything a little more direct. I, yeah. I would say with the um, – I had hard transmission mounts on my 914 mm-hmm. that I had in high school. <clears throat> and they were basically like just these hard poly blocks, you know, <laughs> yeah. as opposed to like orig- – the original is like two pieces of metal sandwiched with like just some soft rubber in, uh, rubber in between. Right. So it has tons of lean – you know, moves around a ton. And the reason you do that on 914 is to help the shifter shifting basically. Mm-hmm. So your transmission's not actually moving around when you're when you're shifting. A slop, right? Um, yeah. yeah. And and you're right though, Art. It like transmits so much into the cabin. Yeah. Or into the whole. But it also made the drive train even more direct, which is like the best thing about like a 911 914 where. And even in 944, where you're kind of, you know, the the transaxle is right at the rear going to, you know, it's very, it's not like a lot of these cars where you have this slop and it made it where there's like zero slop at all. And, and obviously I was 16 years old too. So like, I wasn't really worried about NVH and stuff Mm -hmm. (laughs) in that, you know, and I, I'd love to get in one now and be like, oh, that's interesting. Like, you know, I'm sure it. And I could see like doing some of this stuff in new cars to almost get that old car feeling, mm. like the more directness. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know, you could see like going like partially there. Yeah, because everything is so filtered these days. Yeah, but uh, right, right. I I think that's a slippery slope and kind of a weird. You know, uh, it's a it's definitely a hard one. And I would have to go out there, and I I know I use Loctite too, but I would always have to go out there and they they would like come loose because like the actual bolts would because it's just shaking so much, you know? Mm. Yeah. Yep. All right. Um, Big Fat Flip says, you can only have one in your rally car. Bucket seat. <laughs> Trevor, what up? Uh, <laughs> manual transmission or good rubber tires he's talking. He says, or in the case of art, racing slicks. Oh, that's All right. <laughs> Which would you choose? Um, bucket seat, manual, or good rubber? Hmm. Like I, I guess the do you get a sequential gearbox if it's? I think you, know, you go straight auto, I mean, right? Probably a PDK or something. Oh, PDK yeah. even. Yeah, let's let's call it a yeah. PDK because yeah, at PDK. least that's yeah. something. Yeah. But you'd have to have a bench seat. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't. Or like that's, not a bench seat, but definitely not sport. Like if it's an E30, it's a flat ass yeah, fucking right. seat, right? Not a bench. Well, I think it has to be a bench, dude. A bucket is like a. Your seat is a bucket seat, dude. Oh, I was I was imagining just not like a fixed bucket, like a like a something you yeah. get in a GT3 RS. I mean, a bucket with a, seat with a is harness. literally a single seat. That's what like right. s- yeah, that is safety a, belts and bucket seats. That like is a yeah. thing. It's, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I guess so. So E30 has a mm. as a bench seat. Well, you can do a, you, I mean you could do a really nice uh, harness and be on and be in a be in a, in a bench. Yeah, people do that with old cars <laughs> for sure. I know. I'm thinking of like ways you would mod it where you would just. 
make some insert, but who are you, Art? I'm bending the rules, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Foamectomy, right? Like you pull, pull you yeah. cut some yeah, foam yeah. out. I just put these pieces of foam next to me. Yeah, it's sitting in this like <laughs> foam thing that I tie in, so it's essentially like a like no, a, no. a baby seat for a for an adult. Yeah, basically. booster. There yeah. you go. Um, I think I go from the ground up. I, I want good tires. I, I want good rubber. Good rubber is a big deal, but manual, dude, automatic for the rest of my life. I can't do it. I would go manual. Neither can I. Rally car, mm. manual. That's yeah. number one. I can work around everything else. But yeah, yeah, I'm going manual. I have a bench seat, and I'm gonna make. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have like mucho sculpt, and I'm gonna have mucho macho tires, dude. dude. I'm picturing. Like, think about like my mind went to that scenario where every you got the bench seat, the weird shitty rubber, and like all that. Yeah. Uh, old Ford Galaxy race car, four on the floor. Yeah. Totally. Oh, You're just in a yeah. harness. Totally. The seat sucks. Yeah. The tires are biased. Sideways all the time. Bias. Yeah, fuck tires. it. Like, yeah. That seems true. That's way <laughs> yeah. more rad than, than sitting in, you know, fuck whatever. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And that's another, it's like, there's a weird one. Like, what are good tires, right? Like, mm, does, yeah. does this mean like, does this mean like shot? Like tires that are totally shot and cords showing <laughs> or all the time for your life? Or does it mean just like bargain basement, you know, like like eco tires, yeah, eco tires, six hundred yeah. treadwear ling longs or something. That, that's yeah. what it would be. Yeah, that's but that could be. be fun, right? If everyone yeah, totally. has that's those why two, you, like, yeah, that's why I would go with that, right? Yeah. Like, it's a good point. Work around it. And I guess I think if it's a DWA rally versus like rally rally, uh, my head was like, I could totally deal with you know some semblance of an automatic transmission if I had really good tires, <laughs> but. DWA right. rally, yeah, I could see. Yeah, yeah, autom- or sorry, manual transmission seems to Shifting be like the, the, the wise choice. Sense of occasion. Sense Cal of occasion. Yeah. Sense of occasion. Yeah. <laughs> I have that sticker. Uh, yeah, with your you with your rally booster seat. Uh, <laughs> Cal Speed says, "I signed up for Radwood Nor uh, Radwood NorCal today. By the way, Radwood NorCal is coming." Pretty psyched about showing my bike and truck. Hoping to do an interesting '90s track day display. No question, just commenting. Looking forward to seeing everyone again. Sweet, yeah. Holler. That's I cool. I think he has the, he has that like bright teal forerunner. I think that's the one he's talking about. It's okay. Cool. Without Very fender cool. flares. And then what's um, the bike? Oh wait, and then he I'm has looking that, right now. What that is it? Yellow it's a Yamaha, Yamaha 1990 Yamaha FZR 400. Sweet. Yeah, cool bike. It's very cool. With yeah. a DWA sticker on the handle on the, the column. Hell yeah. Um. SF Production Gabe says, what is the quintessential automotive smell? Burning hmm. oil. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say uh, old leather. Uh, I've talked about this before, but I, I put my uh, put my head inside of a 1970, no, sorry, not 1970, <laughs> a 70-year-old uh, Talbo Lago. <laughs> <laughs> not 1970 and uh it was it had original interior and it was the most it's like when you um they have those tasting notes um for wine and it's like it reminds you of an old beaver dam and uh chalk <laughs> that was left out in the rain yeah and uh you know something like that that the, the yeah. smell was intoxicating and i, I was a hundred percent uh in on that so yeah. old leather sasquatch old leather bags. sasquatch rubbed in lavender you know like something. although that leather <laughs> yeah, exactly. on, a, exactly. on a dewy morning that's <laughs> yes. not just like straight up leather it's not like walking into a, a shoe store or something you know an old fashioned like shoe store mm. it has like hints of all these other things that you're yeah. smelling so, yeah so you're I guess also the smelling would be... old electric wires that have been fried and you're and, smelling and oil, oil and you're smelling and all oil this. and gas yeah, and, yeah. yeah. 
and yeah. the the cologne that the dude wore yeah. and all that stuff. But I'm gonna say just vintage leather interior and whatever that all right. comes with. So I'm I'm gonna go the opposite side. I don't know. You guys said I mean, oil in general. You said was it burnt oil or used or because I was thinking I mean, burnt. It is like kind of burnt oil. Okay, is what I'm, I'm thinking. thinking just like clean fresh oil, like the smell of that, like just dumping okay. it in and or the grease kind of like it smells differently, but more more oil. Just like I guess maybe because I just did a, an oil change in my car. I guess so I'm thinking front old of mine, oil, but, not like literally like starting up the car and it burning off. But it's, <laughs> yeah, 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 no, I know what you're saying. The, yeah, for the, sure. Like yeah. just just in general, yeah. Like like dripping onto hot surfaces over time, and so that kind of comes through and, and, yeah, yeah. and permeates through shit. But like just like I, I associate it a lot to the the just opening up the fresh uh, container of oil and smelling that. That's very automotive. You know, pretty like, good yeah, smell. Yeah, yeah, it's mm-hmm. a very good smell. Hydrocarbons. Yeah. yeah, a lot of people love gas, but and yeah, it, it. It, it, I, I could. But it, it definitely is like instant headache for me. Yeah, yeah. I can't take that too often. You know, it's like yeah. once in a while, but just yeah. a little get high I on think, gas is what you're saying. And I do think that's a big <laughs> thing you miss with these modern cars is like they're they're all pretty good and they're not leaking oil and yeah. gas everywhere, so they don't have these smells that that like take you back. You know that you remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like the the all of the the byproducts may, that contribute to the interior fabrics on new cars like that's what just sticks for so long and they're trying to reduce uh-huh. that as much as they can yeah, but uh, i think like for me it's the like growing up it was the like the cold start of this old like gmc 1500 pickup truck from 1990 mm. that i remember like that smell is just mm. so ingrained in my hydrocarbons brain. <laughs> yeah it's exactly yeah, yeah. yeah. the cold yeah. start cold start uh, classic cars down under says, when are you and slash Radwood coming down under? God, dang. sounds dirty. David. <laughs> <laughs> I know we got to hang out with David again. Yeah, that was fun. I know we need, we need, it's been on our radar since almost day one, but, uh, God, I would love that. I would absolutely love that. Um, let's see here. Pedal commute says, is there going to be a photo contest at this week's morning motors? Oh, shoot, dude. He always lays down the gauntlet. Like- <laughs> Yeah, I like it. Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it, dude. I'll announce it. And it might be, it might be raining. So if, if, or if it's even, if it's dewy out, uh, you threw dewy out there, Trevor, earlier. Um, (laughs) You know, (laughs) it's it makes for good photos. So that could be interesting. I forget who won the. I did that once because of pedal commute suggested it. Uh, Uh Did you even pick a winner lane, or did we pick a winner? (laughs) No, someone won. Oh, they did. No, I picked a winner, dude. I gave him something. Can't candy like tootsie rolls. I gave him like a a (laughs) A massage, back massage, (laughs) a COVID, a COVID (laughs) massage. This is pre COVID. Give him a. You guys can can give him a bucket seat T shirt. I'll I'll throw it in for your prize. Sponsored, dude. Dude, It's sponsored now. Yeah. Yeah. Autographed or no? What's up? Uh, Yeah, Yeah. nobody wants my autograph. Uh, (laughs) Oh, dude. What what if it's a it's a bucket seat? With a dashboard on it that you sign. No, no. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, that's a good idea of making. How about this? A You make like a shirt of a Shelby dash. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then you, like, that's cool. And then some, for someone to sign. Yeah, that's cool. cool. You put your logo in the signature. Yeah. Put your logo in the signature. Buck, oh. you're, you're, like the dash, and then it says bucket seat instead yeah. of Carol Shelby. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. Throwing that out there. Um, Danger Trot says Volkswagen called the Mark One Scirocco a sports car. I still think it's a sports car, but a real sports car is rear wheel drive and front engine, uh, two plus two seating. Scirocco is a two plus two hatch. What do you guys think? Sports car or budget sports car? Okay, for one, first off, let's get out of the way. 
supposedly Volkswagen nerds will yell at you for calling a Mark II Scirocco a Mark II because it's actually a Gen II. It's still in the Mark <laughs> I platform. Oh, um, so don't go. ever do that, dude. I learned I that like because that. I, I like said that Mark II Scirocco on a post once. Uh-huh. And, uh, it's kind of like calling a rabbit pickup truck a caddy. You're not supposed to call it unless it's something. Oh, after a certain yeah, year, they officially became Yeah, caddies. and I'm like, okay, nerds, go back to VW forums. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was in 83 <laughs> that it became a caddy officially, uh, something like that. Uh, yeah. I don't know. But anyways, uh, w- uh, <laughs> my take is that um, it's not really a sports car. I would call it a, a coupe. Sports <laughs> coupe. Know? I don't know. A sports coupe or something, yeah. With a hatch, which is yeah, or sports hatch, or I don't know, but it is like a like original hot hatch. Yeah, yeah, it's weird because Rocco's so smushed, right? It's like it's it's not quite a it is a hatchback, but it's not quite a hot hatch. But it's still more of a coupe than a hatch. It's way more of a coupe. Yeah. So if you look at it, you look at like a VW Golf as a hatchback, and then you look at that as. I mean, obviously, it has a hatchback. Right. My 944 has a hatchback. 944. That's what I was going to say. The 944 is a great comparison, but it's rear wheel drive. So yeah, yeah, that that elevates it. To yeah. sports car status, yes. was Scirocco a Gajaro design? It was Gajaro, yeah. wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the original. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The second one was not Gen mm. One, Gen yeah. One, Gen One, Gen Two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's not. It's it's always kind of a weird one because you're basically just it's a looks thing. You're buying something that looks sportier than a golf, even though it is just essentially a golf. Yeah. It's not like they changed. It's not like they made like these like crazy changes to make it a pure sports car is you know where it's it is a golf just different body yeah. right yeah exactly. yeah, yeah totally. that makes sense um god there's a couple questions in here that are kind of a bigger download that i'm not sure if we have time to get into but um let's do this one bad rabbit habit says do you think you could do a one mark fleet there is an offer to trade a rabbit pickup for my e30 that would leave me with four Volkswagens. <laughs> sure. Um, he absolutely. has a Tesla, too. Yeah, for sure. Oh, he does? Yeah. I think uh, Porsche people are definitely in that world. Like, they have mm-hmm. a Cayenne and a 911 and a Boxster or something like yeah. that. Um, There's a lot of Chevy could, people. Yeah. Lexuses. Um, a lot someone, of Lexuses. Mm-hmm. Lexus. Yeah. yeah um, Big Ford Rad families. That's right. Rad 23 Racer says that... Um, he could almost do it with Dodge, which I think is a pretty sweet answer because, you know, it? you get a wide body uh, Challenger and uh, a dart, you know, right? You got to have a dart. And, what else? and a Pacifica. <laughs> yeah. Pacifica, right. <laughs> what do you have as a sports car? The wide body Challenger. That's not a sports <laughs> car. That's just a big old thing. Well, it has to be. Wait, but it, uh, why does it have to be new, though? Things. Like, I thought it was just all. Yeah. All, yeah like all grab a Viper. Right? Oh, so you yeah. get a Viper, you're saying? Yeah, a yeah. Viper. Yeah, you can get a Viper. But they've made like one sports car ever. That's I don't know. That's like that's a hard one. Lane, that's uh, offensive. What about a Dodge Daytona GLHS? Omni, exactly the Omni. Thank <laughs> yeah. you very much. Yeah. The Neon yeah, SRT4. The I mean, oh. dude, if you're into Corvettes or something, that would be the easiest. Because mm-hmm. or if you're or if you're really into if you want to get like the fastest Mustang, or how about a G, uh, Ford GT? And then you have like a Ford truck. You can have yep. a minivan. You could have a totally. You get your Raptor. A car, you know, and then you, yeah, and then you have a right, right, a really Raptor. good like a grouping of old stuff, right? Like yeah, some classic cars and yeah, roadsters and I had you get a, an old a, Escort, 
Oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Eurostuff. Oh, you get yeah, the Euroford yeah. stuff. Yeah, Eurospec yeah. Escort. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Euroford takes t- really kind of elevates Ford to a whole other level, right? Because, like, Voxel isn't really offering much to the GM pod. But <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, I've had all BMWs before, but it was I had the X1, I had my 2002, and my M Coupe at one time. Um, yeah. yeah, BMW yeah, is not bad. Yeah, and yeah. I would definitely do it. I mean, shit, like, it's temp. I mean, it's all temporary anyways. Like, he should totally do it. Yeah, agreed. Um... I think we're gonna roll with trivia now. There's, there's a couple we'll save maybe for a Patreon. I think that's okay. what we'll do because they're just bigger, bigger uh, subjects to tackle. So oh, so y- listeners, last week we recorded a hour long Patreon podcast where we kind of like talked about the weekend, whatever, and we talked about we answered questions and kind of went over everything. So. Your Patreon member, you get these bonuses, and we're gonna do the same this week as well. Yeah, and that was because we, yeah we had the Throttle House on, guys on last time, so that really became our kind of our regular episode, which is definitely a lot of updates. Check it out. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was a good Absolutely. one. Absolutely, a lot of lot of dick talk. Oh, the Throttle House guys. Yeah, Throttle House. I think that was James's fault. James started. Uh, yeah. yeah, I sent them a message about that, and I was like, "That was by far." I, I hadn't even listened to the whole episode, and I sent like a <laughs> quote of the line, and then afterwards, yeah. I was like, "Oh man, it just kept going." <laughs> it was good. It was awesome. That's that was hilarious. very funny. It was very funny. Yeah, those guys are great. Yeah. Um, so you know them, I'm assuming. I mean, it's a small automotive world, right? He introduced yeah. us. Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. Wait, but but you guys had seen the content but trevor made the introduction for for the podcast no, he just right. made the introduction to yeah with us on yeah e- through email i thought trevor's like you guys need to watch this content oh, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, no. now they were well aware they were well aware i had just had them on my show um and uh and i'd gone through it and i was like you i think you guys need to like meet you guys need to connect with each other because right. i think there's some really fun conversations here james no, i'm glad you guys show. like james actually has listened to the show before too uh, to dwa yeah uh, mentioned yeah they were they were uh, they were well aware of you guys too it was uh yeah they're nice they're great this, well, thank again you the that. symbiosis right i know <laughs> yeah i know exactly I, we're gonna mix it up can we throw commensalism in next is that is that cool <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah. it's, it's in the same wheelhouse you know it's a benefit benefiting both parties and you know without yeah uh detriment i'm trying to get camisa <laughs> on i gotta get you i gotta get uh camisa oh, sure. on uh, on the bucket oh, podcast yeah for yeah. sure the, the Thrall House guys connected me, uh, but um, oh, okay. you know everybody's busy. It's hard. It's you know I got to track everybody down. Yeah, I know. <clears throat> uh, well, without further ado, here, um, Art, could you do the honors? Would wow, you it's been so a while. Kind? All right, let's see. I'm rusty. <laughs> rusty trombone. <laughs> <laughs> That's a different intro. <laughs> yeah, really. We All lost right. him, folks. We <laughs> lost him. <laughs> He's he's making a comeback here. Hang on, hang on. Everyone, stand by. I'm trying to collect myself. (laughs) Collect it. Collect it out. Come on. Uh, Very good. Very very good. I have to say. (laughs) Um, Recently, Hester Ford passed away, and she was the oldest living American. I would like to know how old was she and trevor you get to go last we got these fools to go <laughs> okay. for you give you a little little something to go on 
Um, how old was she? Like we know Esther for. Dude, yeah. <laughs> it's Esther. Come on. <laughs> Jeez. By I, the way, I, rad name for a woman, Hester. Yeah, that's yes. pretty rad. That uh, is. It's aggressive. Rad? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> it sounds kind of a, diabolical it's or It's an something. old name. Yeah. Seems yeah. like a name from like 120 years ago or something. So uh, yeah, I'm like going to say 120. <laughs> <laughs> Holy moly. All right. I'm going 110 on this one. Okay. okay. I'm going to go 107. 107. Um, without going over, Art wins. 115 or 116 Whoa. they don't know Whoa. no what? one knows <laughs> no one knows <laughs> when you get that old they stop counting <laughs> holy shit <laughs> well they couldn't find this the like the stone the etchings. stone etching yeah yeah <laughs> yeah so um she passed away um shout out i bet she, she looks rad she's killing it <laughs> she looks rad last day um <laughs> and by the way let's talk about um offspring so this includes children grandchildren great-grandchildren and great-great-grandchildren i'd like to know the total number of those categories wait categories or people all together you mean everyone people all together i'll, okay. I'll give you a hint she had 12 children of her own oh, oh whoa God. Nice. wow so, okay. so then you multiples right and lane you're right man multiples <laughs> rabbits <laughs> multiples and such J- such as J- like probably a million right probably a million <laughs> Uh, I think that's the that's good math, right? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, six hundred and seventy-five. Six seventy-five. Yeah. And how many? How many? How many? Six like seventy-five for Mark. <laughs> There's something out there. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna say. <laughs> Is she a fucking gerbil? Like what happened? <laughs> late, well, late, gonna, said rabbit, I mean, dude, late said rabbit. Late said rabbit. And this is such a typical Warren dude. He's like, it's 730. You're like, what the? <laughs> totally he likes to throw out these like, what is she, a gerbil? God, bastard Just over here. Stop, and then he goes, he delaying. says 500,000. Stop delaying, Lane. All right. Let's get to it. Um, 225. 114. 114 from Trevor. By the way, Lane, you killed it. <laughs> 228 Whoa. was the answer. Oh, wow. Uh, I forgot to tell you, Hester and I, we go with. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he oh, calls her Hester. He's like, Hester is such a weird name. Oh, by the way, I know her. <laughs> yeah. uh, 12 children, 48 <laughs> grandchildren, 108 great grandchildren, 120 great great grandchildren. Wow. 120. Wow. wow. Yeah, Hester and I went to primary school together. Primary. <laughs> oh, <Okay>. Hesty. Hesty. <laughs> Old Hesty. <laughs> yeah. All right. Last question for you fools. Um, Two weeks ago, there was a traffic incident where two trucks collided on a highway near somewhere, Pennsylvania, um, and there was a spill on the uh, roadway. Hmm. What was it? Oh, beer. Good guess. Can, can you give me? <laughs> can you give us a hint? Is it a liquid? I can't give you that. Hint. Oh, dang! It's too <laughs> revealing. Trevor's in with beer. Yeah. I'm in with uh, golf balls. I'm, I'm going to go oh. uh, pigs. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> pigs. No, this is related to Trevor. And when we first met, it was maple syrup. Maple syrup. Ooh, that's oh. a, talk about it. They all just yeah. stopped. <laughs> they all just stuck to it. And... That's an expensive spill. Dude. Yeah. I, I know, right? I'd, I'd go. I don't yeah. know if it was. I don't know if it was high quality uh, Toronto or Muskoka. <laughs> Great A or yeah. good stuff. 
All yeah, the all the good stuff day. comes from Quebec. It all Wait, comes it from Ms. Quebec. Butterworth. Quebec. Yeah, yeah that high yeah. grade. <laughs> it was Mrs. Butterworth and Aunt Jemima <laughs> yeah. had it. Both trucks actually were two different brands. Oh, yeah. yeah. Created and a super collided. syrup. <laughs> right. That's that's right. That's right. And now they use it to uh, retar the roads. So <laughs> okay. Fine. So I I, I uh, I'm sorry, guys. I just have to say it. That's that's really a sticky situation. You know, I just got to get it off my chest. <laughs> I got to get it off my chest. <laughs> Oh man, I'm so sorry, Trevor, that we had to hear that. But, it's okay. Uh, I mean, yeah. it, it came you. close second after the rusty trombone. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, so with the, with right. that with the maple syrup, they just throw gravel on top of it, and you're fine, right? It's basically that's tarmac. It. slurry. Yeah, slurry. There you go. It's a new yeah, it's a, it's a pretty regular seal. technique here in Canada, guys. Uh, that's all, that's that ma- all the goes. spills. Yeah, yeah. yeah maple spills <laughs> it happens all the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Instead of uh, sand and salt, they just put maple syrup for yeah. a good grip. A little yeah. bit of gravel, and you're good to go. Yeah. What about so maple cool. maple and feathered? That that could be a thing, right? Instead of tar and feather somewhere. <laughs> oh yeah. You know? It's much better. Much better. Much, much better. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Trevor, this has been fun. Let's do it again, huh? This, yeah. this is great. It was really good, guys. Thanks for having me on. Um appreciate you uh letting me join the party. And um I do want to do this again. I mean, we'll do hopefully we can do this again. Um both do both shows and then meet in person when we're allowed to do that kind of stuff. I know. Again. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. We'd love to have you at another Radwood because I think the last one you're at was in Detroit. Yeah. Yeah. Came down to Detroit, did a little day trip. That was, that was awesome. Detroit was wicked. Cool. Yeah. It was super good. Yeah. No, we had a great time. We're hoping to get back there in the region. So yeah, we'll, we'll sync up for that. And, um, Anything you want to promote or let people know about? No, just follow the follow the bucket seat on all the on all the socials um, for updates on the show as season five keeps rolling, and uh, and then just watch out for the Shakedown Automotive Film Festival coming this uh, I'd say this summer. Beautiful. All right. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you guys next time. Later. Bye. Thanks, guys. Bye.